0: The Watcher has been slain, no matter. He served his purpose in my absence, and I am soon to be returned to my full glory, and my father. The relic shall be put to a far more glorious purpose than being locked away by those doddering clerics in the Spiral Shrine.
1: It's time to roll for intent. I'm your GM, Trevor. And does anyone else feel like they've been here before? Perhaps, maybe 15 years ago. I'm feeling a weird amount of déjà vu. Honestly, I don't really know why. Not really sure
2: what's going on, but I think something is happening.
1: I'm I'm very worried. I might have to go get a tarp and lay it over my house. Why is that, Trevor? What? From from the rain. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a bad. It was a bad bad reference to.
0: Tarp, yeah, I remember it. I was about to say yeah. it's a better sorry. investment than solar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: oh, no, depending I'm
0: sorry. on where you are in the
1: country, I like where we, live. Has solar where out we there. live.
3: The Solar's solar is actually a pretty wow. good place,
4: Liam um, bringing it to the podcast today. <laughs> sorry, man. Tarp is very poignant where I am in Northern California because it has been raining for a while, <laughs>
0: dude. I will pay you for rain. Please give me rain over here. I'm dying
3: for it. I can give you some snow where I'm from. Would you like some snow? You want snow, Liam?
0: We have plenty of snow to give you. The ice too. Dude, I, ha- I had my Midwest phase of my life. I'm good on snow for a while. Okay, I was just, just pleased though.
1: Take, take uh, it. Houston's been pretty dry this year, but we had one day that was so rainy that my street flooded. I had about three feet of water in it and I couldn't go get my kids until like three hours after school was out because I couldn't leave my house. Rip. But other That's than that, rip. it's been really dry. It sucked. My vink is dead.
4: My yard is crispy. It's not good. Just a can of green spray paint. Everything will be fine.
3: No, we're 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 all suffering. Running on empty. I'm tired. Trevor is tired. Micah is. I, I am I so know.
1: tired. They gave me some like forced PTO on Monday and Tuesday because I'm so tired with work. <laughs> <laughs> they're like you They're like you need, you need to stop. You need to stop. You need to stop caring so much. You need to just stop. Don't even open Slack. Go away. Somebody stop me. So you can
2: legitimately use the line in an interview. My greatest weakness is that I care too damn much.
1: So I told my <laughs> wife that jokingly today. I'm like, that's my biggest weakness is I care too much. And I, I think I, I actually do. I've been told that at this point by our COO and you know, our director of the division I'm in. They've both told me, you, you care far too much. It's just AV, stop.
4: I will say no one has ever told me I care too much. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I would just like to say that anytime that I was in an interview and they asked me what my greatest weakness was, I immediately stopped caring and just said something like probably my fleshy exoskeleton
1: that doesn't protect my like organs at all. I'd say that's my biggest weakness. So, so why, why are you here? Uh, because I require money to live and you are providing it for us. This, this is <laughs> I,
3: I have a passion for frozen yogurt. <laughs> I'm broke.
1: <laughs> Man, I feel I like I eat. could really put the Jamba in this juice. Where do you see yourself in five years, <laughs> motherfucker? Not here. <laughs> I see myself working and getting a paycheck still because, uh, yeah, I see myself. Where's everybody else going to be?
3: Thriving, living comfortably in my lane five years from now, hopefully not here. I,
1: I don't want to rain on your parade, Liam, but I'm really feeling a shitty Raymond-sized hole in these banter's with him gone. I have nothing to make fun of him for and remind everyone that they're better people in comparison. I know, it's our go-to for banter. It's really hard.
4: (laughs) Like, Raymond, I mean, what did you do last week? Hey, we're missing our foil. I kicked a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I killed
3: the local will... ducks in the park. Yeah, I mean, These are things sorry, he said, guys. guys. Mm-hmm. I said fire I, to a nursing home.
4: I will say, I think there just might be something inherently wrong with me. Because the last episode of this season of The Last of Us aired on Sunday. And there was the, so good. Philosoph- the philosophical debates of, oh, you know, what would you, what would you do? Would you go kill all these people instead of saving humanity? And I'm like, OK, first of all, the people asking these questions don't have children because I don't know anyone that has children that would be like, yeah, no, let's that's go a, ahead. and That's off an my option kid you should have. Yeah. to save To save humanity. But the reason I say there's something that might be wrong with me is I would kill 98% of the human population to save my blind chihuahua. You know, <laughs> it has nothing to do with, I just, FBI, I don't like people. this man right They're here. awful. They suck. And <laughs> they're just like, Ooh. why? You know, <laughs> you guys really right. me through
3: the coals because I didn't want noisy children to be in theaters. But then you're like, yeah, 98% of all the human population can fuck off. And you know how many children that is?
1: Right? Okay. So, so what? We get to save, what, 800,000 people? If there's 4 billion people, right? I, my math is probably wrong. Help me, Micah.
2: Either 2%. there's actually 8 billion people. Oh, but, shit.
1: Oh, that's more. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah, we're we're sorry. Hit eight. <laughs> that's more. We oh, eight. God. Good, good Too job. many. Yeah. You got to bump those numbers up, Christian. Those are yeah. lucky numbers. <laughs> yeah, I like, am I'm just, I'm just running that. Christian, right we now. have to get to
4: work. Yeah. Okay. 8 billion times. I mean, that's going to be 1.6 oh. million
1: people still, right? No, it's right? 160 million. 160 million. I'm bad million. at math. That's why I make yeah. the computers do the math for me. That's why I'm a that's programmer. That's like half not... the
4: population of the United States. I feel that is a perfect number of humans for this planet.
1: I mean, we could support the amount we have if people just weren't greedy assholes, but whatever. That's not even there's you know, there. That. that is true. That is true.
2: But I want to go to space.
1: To see <laughs> Elon Musk with <laughs> right. electric but cars. But we want to es- escape to Mars where there's no worker protections.
2: Without Elon Musk wants right? his private
1: fiefdom on the red planet. Right, it's it's. I mean, it's like the Mechanicum, man. It's just going to be the Ordo Mechanicum, is what it's going to end up being. Elon is going to be the Omnissiah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, that's a bad, that that's bad image. I don't like that.
2: Is this Warhammer?
1: It is Warhammer. I'm sorry. Shut the fuck up. No, you.
4: You know you. What's going on with the whole Henry Cavill and Warhammer? I haven't heard anything about that in a little I while. Well,
1: because things are in progress, right? It's not like you say, you know, I remember when they first talked about, we're bringing back Star Wars. And I'm like, seven. I'm like,
2: when's it happening, Daddy?
1: <laughs> and I mean, it didn't happen until <laughs> what? I guess it did happen in 99. So, yeah. I <laughs> so how would have been That was <laughs>
3: true. Shit,
0: man. I don't I'm know. So, I'm man. sorry. I, there's hot some good Hot moments. take or not? The prequels have moments, but I'm sorry, it was the beginning of the end, bro. listen, listen, listen. I remember
3: when Trevor took me to go see the third prequel film, and I don't give an app. I I just don't give a shit. That film is still great. You can suck my left nut. I don't care that it's actually bad. It's it's (laughs) it's the The Sith is genuinely the Sith is not bad.
1: I really enjoyed Revenge of the Sith. Sith. I don't think Phantom Menace is irredeemable. I'm not going to talk about Attack of the Clones. I think they're all funny, bats.
3: I think they're all goofy. I think they're really funny and campy. And I love Ewan
1: McGregor. I really do. So friend of the show, Alex, and I have had extended conversations, extensive extended conversations about mm-hmm. the merits of Attack of the Clones as a movie, independent of it being a Star Wars movie. And his, he posits that from a narrative structure, like if you're going to actually talk about how the story is written, it's the best of the prequels, but the writing is so bad. There's no way to
0: save it. Like, I hate sand. It's so rough. It gets everywhere. What the fuck, dude. It's so rough. Am <laughs> oh I? Dude, the, the Rome, the romantic writing of, of attack of the clones is like literally what was like, like, again, like I agree that Phantom Menace, if rewritten was actually pretty okay. Like there, there, there's a few rewrites you could do and it would actually be an okay movie, but the attack of the clones, like the role, the it, it, George Lucas has clearly never, ever engaged in pussy. Because like the the, the the like the writing of courtship was so unnatural, it was awful. It was just so awful. Like not even high school level of like courtship capability. I was like, this. It's dude. Amish kids before Rumspringa is what it was.
1: Is what it. Listen, exactly listen, it yeah, it listen. Horrible. I
3: just can't tell you how much I'm in love with the statement. Engaged with pussy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> look,
3: man. I'm, you know, I don't know what you mean. I think he really enjoys the prequels. You want to see Darth Vader as a little kid? I'm going to
1: actually write a <laughs> deific boon just called Engaged with Pussy.
2: It's uh, <laughs> definitely a Christian boon. Normal pussy fan, average pussy yeah. engager. What, what I want to know, and what
4: same as many, many diehard Star Wars fans want to know, 7, 8, and 9, you had a trilogy of books written by who is unquestionably one of the greatest science fiction authors of all time. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. own that story. You own it. It is yours. And you're just like, nah, we're going to remake these episodes again. Nah. We're just going to redress those? them. That's what we're going to do. Those? We're going to just make them all over again and redress them. Like, <laughs> No, what? no, hold on, hold on.
1: <laughs> the whole point of the whole thing is so we could have the, the banger writing of somehow Palpatine returned
0: yeah that was a really good story <laughs> so the, yeah. yeah the um like so i don't know if you guys watch uh angry joe show but he actually had a really good rewrite for uh was it eight where essentially when kylo spoilers when kylo kills <laughs> spoiler um, alert <laughs> when kylo kills um Snoop. uh snope right I S- so tape. forgettable sorry yeah uh, snope when he kills him the thing is like uh, he actually comes back later and he reveals himself as Darth Plagueis and re- okay. reincarnates himself through the force and then teaches Kylo that is like, basically the reveal of Darth Plagueis would have been uh, like, basically there, there was lots of um, fan theory that Snope was actually Darth Plagueis because there were so many ways to like sure. align that. It was like, dude, like, let's go. Like we can actually redeem this. This is redeemable. Well, sure. well I got to sure. say yeah.
2: hot take, hot take. Um, the Last Jedi is the only good movie in the sequels. Ooh. The other two. So
1: 100% Ooh. agree.
2: Yes. Thank you. Somebody agrees with me. I, I, Force I Awakens. Shameless cash grab. Shot for shot. Oh, yeah, remake yeah. of a new yeah. hope. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nothing innovative yeah. about it. The Last yeah. Jedi. They yeah. tried. Movie. They tried something. I'm
3: like, even the, yeah,
0: yeah. They, they did a thing. Yeah. They did a thing.
3: <laughs> i was also pretty okay with Rogue One. I'm gonna be real. I did enjoy that. film. Rogue One actually one of my favorite Star Wars, Wars Fox, fantastic. Fantastic. I'm movies. I'm so of angry of that time.
1: they've shelved Rogue Squadron. They've shelved it. That's not gonna I be think, made. I, I'm so I, mad. I about heard it. that the thing that people really enjoyed
3: about Rogue One is that it wasn't. It wasn't really so much a Star Wars film exactly. as it was like a like a World War II film. Exactly. Set in the Star yeah. Wars yeah. universe. It's a French Resistance film. That's
1: exactly what it is. That's that's the movie. It's so
2: good. Yeah. As it's pretty the great. The best thing that I happened it for that.
1: about, at least for me, the best thing that, that came out of the sequel movies was that it finally exposed to everyone else that JJ Abrams is a fucking hack. <laughs> yeah. There we pretty go. Much. That's it. Pretty I much. mean, I've. That's right, JJ. We're coming for you. Since <laughs> Roll Lost, Tennis I'm like, you why, oh, Cow
4: your fucking days. Why does anybody
1: <laughs> like this guy since Lost? I'm like, what the hell is this dude on? And it just, No. Sorry, I haven't even seen a single episode of Lost. I just feel like with
4: each director, they were like, do I have to at all go with what the last movie was about? And they're like, no,
0: yeah,
4: not at all. You're like, It just feels like when he killed Snoke that you're just like, um, it felt like the director was just like, fuck this character. I want him gone. Yeah, but That's what it felt yeah. like is a, a, yeah, a, a movie-going viewer off. that you're like, what? Yeah. This is it? A force, this a, a, is to this? A, as Understood. a casual
3: fan of the prequel films, when you guys mentioned Snoke, I legitimately just now was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Because I forgot that guy existed.
2: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <we could laughs> he was before. a dark shit character. Right? Was, yeah. Absolutely zero impact on the story. It, it yeah. didn't Jack's matter. over here like, the president from The Hunger Games?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what? Wow. Snow. deep memory.
2: That is a deep memory. Snow,
1: snow. And then there's yeah. coins. That writing so yeah. bad too. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm I I really enjoyed the Last Jedi. Um, a lot of people like were really ticked off about the the chase, but I really liked it because for the first time we get like the concept of scarcity in this galaxy that obviously has scarcity, right? Or the outer rim wouldn't be like a cesspool, right? Mm-hmm, there's scarcity, mm-hmm. and it showed that there is scarcity, and there is, you know, they can run out of fuel. Just because I never showed mm-hmm. it before, a bunch of Netbeards are like, oh, Phil and my Star Wars. Oh, God oh. damn it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then you have the entirety of saltier than great. The biggest issue I had with seven, eight, and nine overall was like just the the desecration of what it meant to be attuned or figure out and learn the force. That it was like you it's just like, oh, well, sometimes you just get it. And like, that <laughs> so, was my biggest issue. I, that, like, that was like such a for huge the opposite, that's for That's the opposite for
1: me, right? So I think, I think that episode one fucked the force because oh, it no, made I, the I whole like to, midichlorian yeah. thing, right? And I mm. really like the whole like flip the script that Ryan Johnson and his writers ended up doing for The Last Ray. Jedi with the Ray, whole, yeah. no, that, that raise nobody. That is so exactly, much better yeah, than her exactly. being like, yes. she's Papa, pa, pa. that's a way better visual than Palpatine fucked someone. Mm-hmm. so much better I don't better. even want to think about that yeah so much better right so mm-hmm. I, I much preferred like yeah they were just they were druggies and they they bet you you gambled you off for drug money and then the kid that casually like grabs the broom with a force like that to me feels like real Star Wars like there's nothing tied to you know you 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 watch the original three and there's nothing out there to suggest that Anakin Skywalker was anything other than just the bomb diggity, a gifted, with the force, right? Yeah, a gifted right? child, and then a you find child. out that, like, yeah. he's the chosen one, he's he's forced, Jesus. Honestly, agree, agree, and agreed. then it becomes like the whole thing becomes a, a Star Wars, you know, a, a Skywalker, yeah, even thing even from soup to nuts,
0: yeah, Hated even it. in like because even for uh, even Knights of the Old Republic addresses that where anyone of any age, as long as you're dedicated to the crap, can do it. I just didn't like the way. Um, I guess I just didn't like the way they approached it in seven, eight, and nine. It, it, I, I think it was a bit—I don't know—I think it was a bit cheesy. I'm not saying I—I—I I, like that it was um, someone who wasn't tied to the Skywalker, or the Palpatine line. I'm actually a huge fan of that. I think that was that was fine. Mm-hmm. No, that, that like would have been so much better reading.
1: in my yep, in my yep. mind, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And I really think they wasted Finn. The thing that they did at the end with was kind of cool with like the former, you know. Stormtroopers rising up, which was something that Finn never even discussed. Everything was pointing towards, okay, Finn's going to be another Jedi. No, he's just a dude. A dude. And then the uh, Poe, they completely wasted Poe Dameron's arc, which, cool character. I mean, on Oscar Isaacs, I'll watch anything he is in twice, even if it's awful. I mean, proof in the pudding, I've watched all of the Star Wars sequels a few times. <laughs> but wasted opportunities from from the beginning to the end. I mean, they hmm. even could have done it cooler with the Palpatine return thing. They could have done it like they did it in Tell the books. The is, they could have done the it. They could have even the set it up is with plague. the whole like, like Yuuzhan Vong thing that they did in the books, where the whole reason that Palpatine was such yeah. a douche was because <clears throat> yep. Yep. he saw the Yuuzhan Vong coming and there needed to be a big army to repel them, right? Yeah, they could have set all mm. that up. They could yeah, have completely done the it by Star names. Yeah, like,
4: he needed the Death Star to actually destroy their invasion. Uh, tying that all together with that novel series was so amazing, and that story arc was great. And then Disney bought it and goes, "Ah, fuck all this. We're going to nah. remake the original movies like, over and over and over." <laughs>
1: and if I start talking about Book of Boba Fett, I'm going to get really angry. So I can't do that.
4: I really the third season of the Mandalorian to me is actually.
1: Really, yes, really it's strong. Good. I, it's good. So I'm enjoying it quite a bit. New lore. I mean, they're bringing back old characters, but like they're adding new lore to the stuff. I think the yeah. thing
3: that just bothers me as a casual viewer is having, you know, somebody new buy the intellectual property. And then having the ability to do anything new or interesting with it in any kind of way whatsoever. But instead it's just a remake or rehash of the same stories. But you include more and more and more obscure characters that while cool, only a handful of people who really know or understand the deeper lore get, just so like 10% of your fan base can be like, oh club shit o in the background of like the exactly. third frame of this fucking <laughs> exactly. part of, you know, book of you know like Bob, Bob Saget Fence. or whatever the fuck that book TV show Fence. is. It's Like, oh
1: god, it's Cad Bane. Who gives a shit? I mean, he's got a cool character design. He begins and ends with that, right? That's it. Yeah, period. That's, that's just, just That's it, just right? what
3: is always. That's just what it comes down to. Ninety percent of the time, where you could make something interesting or continue with the source material, but then they're like, no, let's just do like a two or three episode arc on this one character that legitimately only showed up like one time in this shitty book that nobody
1: read. I mean, and they showed they brought in. um Mandalorian season two, they brought in the whole, uh, Timothy Oliphant's character. Fantastic entry, right? I, or no, I'm sorry. That was, that was Mandalorian. Was that book of Boba Fett or was that Mandalorian? I don't even remember. Maz Mandalorian. It was in Mandalorian. So they brought in Timothy Oliphant's character, which was awesome. It was a new person. It was a new story. It was a compelling story with compelling characters and a neat plot arc. And it made the Tusken Raiders actually mean something. And then they
0: did book of Boba Fett.
1: Uh, I'm sorry. I got to stop this. fucked it up. We just turned into the saltier than crate subreddit. Uh, I I Uh, actually
4: don't have nearly as big a problem with the book of Boba Fett, but I watched it with my kids and they, they loved it. They thought it was entertaining. And, you know, I'm all for a story that isn't the greatest, but it does help bring in kids at, you know, their level. No, it was not any kind of think piece. However, I will say if you've read the novels, like, Tales from Jabba's palace made Boba Fett some sort of psychotic loony. And then tales from the bounty hunter just made him a cripple old man that was constantly questing for clone parts because his knees were shot. So they've done so many crazy, bizarre things with Boba Fett that the book of Boba Fett didn't even register on my radar. knee replacement.
1: Like the whole, like the Mandalorian armor slave ship and whatever the last one, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, trilogy from the mm-hmm. not tales of the bounty hunters but the one after that the man, the boba fett trilogy yeah and that was like in the background of like what had happened with shadows of the empire and all that stuff and he's just psychotic and awful and you have no idea why dengar gives a shit and doesn't just like put a blaster to his head after he pulls him out of the sarlacc pit i mean it just doesn't make any sense right So so how long are we waiting until there's going
3: to be a cash grab TV show about Jar Jar Binks? Because that's the one that I will watch the day that it comes out. (laughs) Just based, just on principle. I don't even give a shit if it's good. It'll be like, we're making a TV show. And I'll be like, fucking not another Star Wars TV show. Black, shoot myself in the dick. And they'll be like, it's just Jar Jar Binks and nobody else on screen.
2: Fuck yeah. Ahmad
1: Best. I feel so bad for Ahmad Best. He like, I don't know if he attempted suicide or he was like really suicidal. Because of his association with Jar Jar and how much people hated Jar Jar and him by extension. Because Jar Jar is awful, right? But Amad Best did fantastic, right? Jar Jar is bad. Jar Jar is a minstrel show, and it's embarrassing that he got put into Star Wars, honestly. I don't like Jar Jar at all. Jar Jar, Jar Jar is a problem. Kind of like Mr. Popo. He is a problem. He,
4: Mr. Popo is a problem. I feel you could have an amazing Star Wars show that is done in the style of Between Two Ferns, but instead of Zach Galifianakis, it is Judge. Jar.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You almost killed me. I had Shamrock so, Shake in my mouth. It almost went everywhere. <laughs>
3: um, Senator Amidala. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was about to say, so the Christmas special, if you want. Yeah, I I mean, (laughs) this is ridiculous.
1: (laughs) We're 23 minutes. So so this is this is for the people in in the show talk. No spoilers on discord. It's like they don't actually cut out stuff and banter right now. I have a little clock and I'm showing everybody on the stream (laughs) that it says it's 23 23 minutes and 43 seconds. seconds. I'm going to keep that in the episode regardless. So you can see how much we actually take out. And I'm going to start right now. And the timer is at at 24 minutes when I start. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's your GM, Trevor, here. It's been a bit since I did one of these, but I figured with 2023 coming to a close, it's probably time. Whether you've been here since day one, you binged our whole collection in a week, or if this is your first time you've downloaded an episode, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Now, it's been a while since I've asked y'all for anything, but it being Christmas and all, we do have one thing you could do for us that would mean the world. Take two minutes and jump into your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. Stars are fine. Words are amazing. That is the number one way for us to reach more people. If only 5% of you dropped a review on iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever, we would reach so many more people. If you haven't done so yet, drop on by the Discord, wolferintent.com slash Discord. Now, let's get back to the show. Alright, last week, you guys survived against all odds. And I'm a little angry about it, I'm not going to lie, nobody went down, and I'm kind of sad.
0: I'm but a little you sad too, this- I'm really excited yeah, for close. my next character. I was character. pretty fucking <laughs> close, dude. Was you literally killed killed two of us
3: and then you made Billiam go home, (laughs) like you got him grounded. You realize that, right?
1: (laughs) No, no, I mean by the by this last creature, right? Because if he would have survived another round, I was about to take the kid gloves off hard because he was hurting, right? Because it's written, so he's supposed to be like sadistic and like really toying with you and stuff. That's why he didn't just go for the jugular, right? So I was actually just going to hang back and like stick you all to the walls with ectoplasm and take you out one by one. But that sick, nasty crit, the highest damage so far in roll for intent, except for except for uh, the Grave Knight when it almost killed Kashak. That doesn't count with a massive damage, right? That would have been like like 78 HP or something like that. It just would have knocked him out. actually killed. Yeah, straight up killed. Yeah, straight up killed. But you survived. You're in this strange, like, apartment that you keep seeing these empathic echoes of the past, of Belcora, of who you would recognize as Volok from his uh, painting. And you find yourself, again, alone, with nothing harrying you, nothing chasing you. You're safe to explore. Question mark? Question. So, gentlemen, what would you like to do? You kind of scattered throughout the three rooms that you were already in.
2: Did the uh, glowy ball thing leave any residue behind on the ground?
1: So much ectoplasm. So much. They better never bring black light in here, man, because it's never going to get out of the carpets. Ooh. No, there's nothing here. Okay. Everything kind of like got sucked into that void in the center of it and discorporated completely.
4: If you want some of this goo, Tacitus, I'm still pretty well stuck to where I'm standing,
2: so <laughs> you're welcome to, to chip away at this stuff. Oh, yes, please. I've been meaning to add something to my collection, and I'm going to reach into my bag, get a dirty old vial, and uh, scoop up some of the goo, put it back in my bag of uh various goodies and
0: junk goo. I was going to get a battle damage assessment. As you see, Mark is trying to kind of scan everybody up and down for uh, yeah, da- battle damage is well,
2: On a scale of 1 to 53, I'm at a 27.
4: Yeah. Mm. That's, that's a very strange way to phrase that.
3: Right? Cecil, as the <laughs> uh, resident party medic, will walk over to both of you with his uh, healer's tools out and look both of you up and down real quick and be like,
5: mm, yes, you are fucked up. Let me take care
1: of that.
3: And uh, someone give me a refresh uh, because my memory is a little hazy. Didn't I just use um, battle medicine on somebody in this last combat? It doesn't
0: matter. It doesn't well, have we're the same out, we're using countdown. Tree right, right, right. right. Yeah, we're out of combat. So yes. Yeah, okay. Just
3: wanted, I, I, I just wanted to make sure. But I yes, he, I believe you used it yeah. on
4: Marcus because he got mm-hmm. the
3: tar armor yeah, out of him. I got yeah. fucking yeah. clock,
4: dude. Yeah. Well,
3: I have a... Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and go for the DC twenty because I can use assurance and get that for free. Oh, you're so, assuring it? Yeah. You can
1: assurance
0: uh, a
3: DC twenty? I believe so. Just ten plus my
0: proficiency. Proficiency. Not your- not just the whole modifier. Ah, okay. yeah, no. yeah, so subtract your wisdom Everyone from would have assurance oh. if that was the well, case. Well, it yeah. would
3: be Oh, almost. It's still a 19 if I were to do that. Oh, yeah. Well, so I you can do uh, one, away. Uh, so, uh, yeah. one away. Well, either well, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for it. Just roll then because I have a pretty decent chance of getting a DC 20. I mean, yeah, all you would have to roll is a
4: 11. 28. Hey, hey look at that.
0: All right, sick. Can I, uh, can I aid him to attempt to make that a critical success? I'll let you do it. Why not? Ayo. All right. Medicine check. Oh. Oh, damn it. Uh, I, I would need a check 30 to make that. You just sense. missed it. Damn. Just missed
1: it. Damn. damn. All right. Got a 28. Darn. That. What was that? A night. You rolled a 19 or did you roll a 19? I rolled a yeah. 19. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I had to roll a nat 20 to crit, but I mean, it's, it's yep. worth it. Worth a That's shot. close. Hey. All right, so dee out can't, that uh, healing with your ward medic. I imagine that's how you're going to be doing it, Tacitus and Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> DC20, that forty eight plus...
0: 2d8 plus can, 10, friend. 2d8 plus 10, okay. Mm-hmm. There it goes. There is, just to let you know, there is a, a macro you can use in the game <laughs> to automate all that I'm for sorry. you. sorry. I've yeah, told them I that Trevor's so many times. Tough.
1: You're so angry yeah. at me about telling them about the uh. damn macro.
3: Okay. Maybe. I, like, yeah. I normally I just like like rolling my actual dice, but I just moved all my stuff down to the basement. I don't know where right. they are, so I'm gonna probably be using I'm, foundry. I'm but that is
1: 19 Those points of healing me. to everybody. I know that's why I'm ignoring you. I was, I was more. Damn. I was apologizing to Liam, not you, because fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuck me yourself, coward. Come on over here, buddy. You're in Texas. I'm not going there. Mm, it's illegal here.
0: <laughs> was, what, butt stuff? Or like, what, what, what was the... I what was the oh, okay. so how much what? healing are you going to give me, buddy? Uh, 19. Uh, You're healed for 19. Frank. Yeah, I gave
3: you 19 healing. You can check the chat. You All right. Fucking cool. A, don't you have a degree? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I know people who have a degree love hearing that. <laughs> Are you feeling
4: better now? Everybody should be a lot better now with that. That's a big chunk. I do feel a lot better. Thank you. As Mordred kind of pats himself down, I, I, I'm fine.
3: So yeah, uh, Cecil will finish applying some gauze, sewing up from wounds, and he'll give, give you a little, little kiss on the nose. There you go. Uh, th- thank you. Oh, better.
5: Now let's move forward.
3: Yes. I still have a good amount of my spells, so.
5: Right. you are confident.
1: working your way down around clockwise. You are in the southernmost room,
0: and you're near the door. Would you say I'm to the making Western my Westroom. way downtown, moving fast, eating yes.
1: ass? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Fucking millennials. Mike, this is why we've been friends for so long. <laughs> yep, we're on the same wavelength. No, these are Zoomers. These aren't even millennials. I'm a millennial. These are Zoomers.
3: I still haven't seen white chicks. Is I uh, everyone ready? As he looks back, yes. Go ahead. Take a listen.
2: Well, he seems to have opened the door very quickly.
1: Open that bitch right up. As you pop open the room, whoa, whoa! When you, you see a large bedroom on the west wall and a stone archway to the north, shimmers as a portal opens. You see Belcora step through with a cruel smile on her lips and blood caking her hands. And just as quickly as it appears, it disappears.
2: Uh, Cecil, what What was in there?
1: Uh, um, uh, it was, um,
5: um, the, uh, ghost lady, but she had blood on her. Is she still, uh, do you see her? No, right? Not anymore, right? She's gone?
0: And he'll she's, look right She's at gone, Marcus. Marcus. She's gone. Oh, sorry, she's gone, Cecil. <laughs> she's gone. He's telling okay. himself. I just... Combat yeah, he's like She's calming gone. himself She's down. <laughs> I'm sorry. the
5: The music inside of this room is really freaking me out.
1: Yes, for those at home, I I made a little animation occur and it played music and it's like don 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 don. Really sets the mood. So, um, Mister
3: GM brother, fuckbag, bag. Uh, I would like to whole <laughs> <laughs> bag of them
1: right here. No, without pure bag with like-
3: sexual energy. I know. i would like to- <laughs> search this room, please. <laughs> Dimebag. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, go ahead, search. Give me that perception. I'm gone.
3: Oh, a natural 19 for a 27. Looks like this room has been picked clean. Hmm. Um, is there any way in which I can investigate the portal uh, that I saw Velcora come through or where it was? Maybe
2: I would like to aid him in that. Yeah. Give me some, uh, give me some arcana.
3: Or perhaps I'll just let somebody who has a... Whoever has a better check in that, probably. Because I, I have a one in Arcana, so...
2: I have a plus nine. I also have the esoteric, so I'm just going to roll esoteric.
1: Yeah, that's always your best. Sure. Esoteric minus two. It's going to be everything you've got. Okay, I've got a 13 for Arcana.
2: Uh, that is a 13 for a 24.
1: Oof. 30, this, 20. strangely hmm. enough, does not have the glyphs. ...on it that you've grown accustomed to noticing in the teleportation circles. So whatever caused the echo to occur, or whatever magic was used, was not one that you are familiar with... ...or one that is generally associated with permanent or semi-permanent teleportation magic. It was a bespoke portal.
2: I'm not quite sure what it is, but I know for sure what it is not. It is not a teleportation circle.
3: Do if I used a detect magic as a cantrip, would I detect anything coming
1: from this this I edifice? Mean, I'll tell you if you use it. I do. <laughs> no, you you detect nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nothing specific. I mean, Thanks. you're still detecting magic from like the oh, okay. illusion that you guys had to this, pass through, but there's nothing that mm-hmm. you can sense specific I'm, about. I'm it.
3: assuming this whole place is radiating. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. yeah, it's oh, just yeah, yeah, yeah
1: freaking you turn on your detect magic and you know it feels like is it one of those product, things where I can't but,
3: is it like one of those things where I can't really determine if there's not magic here or if I'm just being overwhelmed yes by the presence absolutely. of
5: it absolutely okay. I don't know how much I would trust this corner of the room I can't tell if this wasn't magical or if the magic from the keep is becoming too powerful it's overwhelming my senses be cautious and with that note I'm going to move across the room
2: so just to be clear is the archway this little section here at the top right corner of the room in addition to this doorway on the right
1: side yes it looks like the little dais uh, okay. is where that was but you also have a door on yeah. the eastern wall that would be pointing towards the center of this quartet of
4: rooms man I'm gonna check the bed out really quick just to make sure there's nothing under the sheets or
2: you're gonna take a nap have you. is what you're saying union break <laughs> short rest
0: wrong game wrong game I should have rolled a secret check to you. You absolutely did. What is okay. this check for, for my friend? Uh, it's a perception check to see if I hear anything past the door.
1: You hear nothing. The people in the room are just too loud. They're rummaging around and stuff. You can't really hear anything.
0: Would you say it's as silent as the grave?
1: I would say that you would have no idea because everybody in this room is too damn loud.
0: Yeah, as Mordrin rolling athletics checks to jump on the bed. <laughs> There's <laughs> something There's useful in here.
1: As more, stop so you get up to the door and you can't really tell anything because your compatriots are just acting like a bunch of middle schoolers, jumping all over the bed, getting a limousine pizza party for reading.
0: He goes, I feel like I'm babysitting Atia. Uh, gentlemen, are we ready to proceed? Oh, yes. I'm I just <laughs> jumping on the bed waiting for you to open the door. As you'll see, you'll, you'll see him kind of like shake his head. And he'll open the door. Yeah, that looks you inviting. He'll
1: open the door, and as Mordren, you would recognize the sticky webbing around the outside of it. As would, I believe, Cecil and Tacitus, as they both uh, were entombed slightly in this foul-looking, moist webbing of semi-transparent slime it looks similar to what the Void Glutton expelled upon you and the bodies of three creatures have been mounted on the walls in this webbing as if on display there's a <coughs> lavender skinned elf the legless body of a spider-like humanoid oh, and a hideous humanoid with transparent flesh what do your So a lavender-skinned elf. Sorry, repeat the other two. Lavender-skinned elf, legless body of a spider-like humanoid, and a hideous humanoid with transparent flesh. First one sounds kind of like a drow, no? It does, yeah. yeah.
4: I, I was just going to say, I've read a lot about these, but, you know, in some books they're gray, in other books they're kind of purple, and sometimes they're sort of bluish, so, yeah, it's, it's tricky.
5: Can't the same be said about your kind?
4: Uh, no, we're we're all kinds of different colors.
5: <laughs> well, yeah, depicted
0: as never mind. It was. Uh, or Tacitus, is this more your line of expertise?
2: Yeah. Um. Weird. Uh. Weird question. Does it look like that spider-like humanoid might be like in the middle of some kind of metamorphosis? Not that you can tell. Okay. Just thinking based on like the cocoon and the sort of spider, sort of human.
1: No, it's not really but a cor- okay. cocoon. This okay. is just the same sort of webbing that the the creature before was using yeah. to yeah. adhere you to services sure
2: all right then uh in that case could I roll in our an occultism or uh uncanny knowledge on that spider like esoteric humanoid? Re- just roll esoteric, your esoteric. Yeah, excuse me
1: yeah esoteric yeah you can roll it on each of
2: them if you want so rolling right now on the elf uh 15 for a 26 that is is a drow. You're not
1: sure where it would be from. Well, we
2: have a drow of the
1: Underdark. But it is definitely That's... a drow. I, I've never seen one, but I'm assuming
4: this thing, and he kind of pokes the spider, is probably a drow.
2: And uh, hell yeah, 19 for a 30.
1: On which one? On the uh, spider like humanoid. That is absolutely a drow. It is the result yeah. of flesh warping mastered by the drow. Uh, good
2: call, as Modrin. That
1: seems to be a drider. Fusing a giant spider and a and a drow.
4: And I've heard of these things, and he kind of points towards the translucent-skinned humanoid, but I I honestly can't remember their name. I know they're evil, but uh,
2: I, well,
0: I don't remember much my memory.
2: about them. Holy fuck, natural 20. Okay, those are my three good rolls for the game, guys. Uh, I'll see you all next week.
0: It's all downhill from here. Yep. yep.
1: <laughs> this... Is what's known as an Erdafan,
2: and an fan. a fan of the Earth.
1: They are a warrior and a warrior race. Essentially, from the moment they are born, they are prepared for war, and they are steeped in conflict. Every decision they make is to fuel their thirst for conquest. <sighs> uh. They are unlike the the Dark And they, the the legends say that they were created by the first horsemen of the apocalypse to serve as agents in the end times.
0: I would make an argument for Gorum, but that is true to Pathfinder canon. Nerd. (laughs) Hey, I'm a fucking Lord GM on YouTube.
4: Actually, I think that would belong to Gorobus one of the first is, course one of the epoch. Uh, are, are these things, Tacitus, do you know these things live deep below the ground? Because I know the drow do, and uh, how deep does this place go if they've... Well, the Dryder,
5: I have no idea what the, the fuck these things are.
2: Uh, the The Dryder seems to be a victim of a drow. Some kind of uh, uh, awful evil transmutation has taken place. And the outer fan, it goes wherever the call of battle leads it. Much like the empty death, it seeks to satisfy a hunger that can never be filled. I will admit, I'm incredibly perplexed by one thing.
4: Why did that monster close all of these doors as it left? It's very,
2: very orderly. It is weirdly organized, <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
1: quite peculiar. You would notice that all of these creatures are more or less clothed or have packs on them as well, so they do—they are in position of their effects.
0: Ooh. Yeah, qu- question, GM. In, in terms of, uh, speaking of, like, organized, do these look like really well propped up on the wall, or does it look like a rush job with this webbing?
1: Oh, no, these were posed and displayed. Oh, okay. They weren't just okay. like... Okay. okay. They were killed and essentially prepared for display. Trophies. Okay. Yeah, trophies. They are trophies. Okay, I got you. Exactly.
3: Okay. Gotcha. All right, well okay. uh, I would like to step into the room and look through their junk. Gross. <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hand in the spinnerets. In most
3: places, doing it anyway. All right. And then I rolled a 18 for a 26. Mm-hmm.
1: So On the drow, you start looking through, and most of it's just, you know, some, you know, it's their torn clothing. It's just nothing special. But around their neck is a string of beads. They glow with a soft light, and they're very slightly warm to the touch.
2: Oh, I know what these are. I want it. I want it. Fucking dips. Would I be able to identify it?
1: You can try
3: yeah, I, uh, as the character, don't know what this is. But uh, Cecil will lean forward and take these beads off. Like,
5: of the, There's a ring of pearls around the trouser neck. I can't
1: tell what it is.
2: Calm yourself, Cecil. Let me take a look.
1: Cecil loves himself a pearl necklace.
2: Uh, <laughs> eight for a 19. You
1: don't know what these are.
4: What was what's the
2: roll for it? Ha-
4: hand it over here.
2: Let me let me have a look.
1: That was at your minus two, right? Yes, it was. That's uh
2: clearly um I don't know. I have no idea.
1: These are the balls of Ben Law. The balls of, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Damn, I have a more.
4: 30 crafting check.
1: Yeah, you got that. Jesus. What did you roll? Like what did you actually 16. roll for
0: that? Sixteen. Ah, this cat right here, man. Do you have crafters appraisal by chance? I do. Oh, best feed in the game. Don't at me. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. That that belongs to uh diverse lore
1: sorry that's the best feed in the game
0: okay all right yeah, that's just followed, followed well, by i'm just saying thomaturgy.
1: crafter's
4: appraisal is identifying it and it diverse is... lore is not <laughs> What well, so what is
1: it i'm not telling because christians being mean <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh my <laughs> these God. are what's known as holy prayer beads they can become to your deity uh, and will change their form and iconography to prominently incorporate your deity's religious symbol and iconography. They don't work for evil, and if you cast a spell from your own slot while holding the prayer beads, you recover one hit point. And you can also cast either Bless or Heal once per day using
0: these beads. Hmm. That's actually not what I thought they were, and they're better on somebody else. There was You guys should have alluded to one of those earlier. <laughs> yeah, is there anything else in this room? No, yeah, no, no. As Mordrin already used one earlier. He already right has him. Yeah, the, he
1: already has the... Uh, yeah.
4: Yeah,
1: yeah next next the, the fire fireballs. the
4: fireballs. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, God. I burned that up like... Hey, burn that shit quick. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to okay. say, like, the next session after we found yeah. it. not... fuck, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, So is that
3: the only thing that I find in this
1: room? I mean, that's the only thing you find on Search... the drow. Well, I'm searching everybody. All right. Well, there is a small pack on the drow. Uh, and there is some sort of alchemical item on it. Oh. Somebody, somebody roll on
0: that. We're, playing, okay. we're, playing conga, sure. we're passing sure, it down for the, it. Conga all all right. the conga line.
1: The conga line, Jasmine. I'll take a look. My, all of my rolls suck. A bottle that says yum on it.
2: <laughs>
1: 11 for a 22. This is a mist form elictor. Elictor? elixir. Uh, if you take it, a mist forms uh, from your skin, making you concealed for three rounds. Ooh, fantastic, mm-hmm. but
2: I have other means of concealing myself.
1: And he hides behind his high. hands like a toddler.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> I have what? become invisible. That reminds me of the Red vs. Blue season one. They can't see me.
5: I can't <laughs> see them. <Thank>
0: God. <laughs> That's because you're facing the rock. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Classic.
5: Uh, so finally,
0: the
1: Erdifan has some sort of bow slung across its shoulders. Ooh, I take Ooh. it. <laughs> That's my. <mine. laughs> well, let's uh, let's get a roll on this sucker. See, it's it's oh, special. I do I don't know he can no, he can
0: he can have. It. I was just I was well, I mean, I
3: anyone? I anyone want to roll I, on this? Anything you want me to roll on? It's probably hot dog shit.
1: Crafting. Uh, yeah,
2: rolling to identify.
1: Mhm. 12 for a 23 this is a plus one striking composite longbow. Whoa,
2: that is a Bam plus girl. one composite striking longbow. <laughs> 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 what
0: What do you strike with the bow? Composites. Composites. Oh, That's right. a plus oh, okay. one I see. level. I,
1: alright. <laughs> oh, oh, Duh. Alright, who wants this crap so I can distribute them
0: to their character?
2: Uh... Tr- For the bow, either I or uh, Marcus should take it, probably.
0: Uh, Marcus Marcus will... He goes, I would personally prefer the prayer beads and nothing else. He goes, I'm not trying to rob you of house and home.
2: Oh, very well. Then I will take the bow. Here, take
1: it. Okay. All right. And we have this mist form elixir. Makes you concealed when you drink it for three rounds. I
3: already have the ability to use a mirror image, so probably uh, as Mordred, right?
0: Uh, Yeah, I I can hold on to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have the formula for it? I do not. Uh Aha. There you go. You gotta reverse engineer that formula. Reverse engineer that shit.
1: Easy. And nothing else remains in this ectoplasm laden room. Hmm. All right. Well, that wasn't worth it. What do you do?
3: Uh, leave. <laughs> leave. We Bounce just out leave. this bitch. Yeah, just leave. Yeah. yeah, I'm asking uh, for a refund. This place sucked. Almost died.
2: I prefer the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave Buster's is kind of fun. <laughs> wow, never been there. Okay. Uh, looping around
1: uh, counterclockwise, I guess. So the only person that has not been able to disbelieve this at this point is Cecil. So as far as I'm concerned, no, he disbelieved it when he walked through it, if I'm, yeah, he uh, I am like, it. He's gonna say like he just walks, sees everybody walk through the room. He's like, Oh shit, where do I go? Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Ah!
0: Does does Marcus see these hands on the west side? So yes, you would. As
1: you Well, this door isn't technically supposed to be open until you open it. I
3: thought it was gone. Yeah, the door shattered.
1: William yeah. ran oh, through every single right. one of those doors. you, you disbelieve yeah. the illusion, right. was not yeah. visible. <laughs> so yes, you would look out and you would again see uh, this vast octagonal chamber. I'm going to give you the flavor text again because last time I gave it, it was while Billiam was running it through. So we have a large <laughs> octagonal chamber that's mostly empty. And the walls are carved and painted to resemble a graveyard half sunken into a swampy morass. But all of the graves in the mural are open and empty. There's carved images of shrieking ghosts parading upward into the hungry pupil of a four pointed star eye at the apex of this room, 30 feet above
0: there's this is, a Marcus circular is like literally worst nightmare
1: 15 foot diameter platform sitting in the middle of the room raised three feet off the surrounding floor on um, the platform supports an altar made of stone. It's an irregular slab of rock, uh, but it's marked by seven deep indentations as if a seven fingered hand had gripped the stone with enough force to leave grooves behind a faint blue light flickers and pulses inside one of these indentations they're small objects heaped atop the altar swirling around above it you see a quartet of amorphous lights shimmering and swaying around in a macabre dance almost mimicking the painted and carved ghosts swirling towards the ceiling. And there's small, approximately hand-sized creatures that are milling about
0: at the base of this altar as well. What do you do? As Marcus sees this, like he almost kind of, you know, basically as he's walking by, he kind of sees the light, and then as the um as he sees the Will look to be uh, I mean could could he assume those are undead or would I need to make a check just because they're like they're go. literally living they're living tissue that shouldn't or living tissue can't do that just generally right. speaking
1: you would you would recognize them as undead okay why don't you go ahead and
0: give me a religion but you want a you wanna blind or no blind
1: uh, give it to me blind I like the blind these guys like to roll their own checks give me that blind
0: Blind. Check coming at you. You
1: aren't sure what any of this means, but something gnawing at the back of your mind tells you to run. To not look back. To forget you were ever here. To resign this to the deepest parts of your memory and never recall it again.
0: Uh, Does anything in the room look like it's turning to face us in advance towards us or is it just kind of minding its own business it's milling about on its own at this point okay um marcus will move down and you'll see him like f- like go to uh grab his his uh, set of ink and writing and you'll see him like start scribbling and he's just like not frantically but he's just like taking notes and you see him kind of draw a picture. You see it, like if, if you're looking over his shoulder, you see him draw a picture of a, a four-pointed star and like try tries to roughly recreate this rock. And you like you see him notate at seven slashes blue light. And like he seems to be trying to draw a very rough outline of the room he just saw. And uh and he kinda of even starts to notate like the feelings he felt when he observed the room.
1: All of you, the hair on the back of your neck is standing on end. And there's something gnawing at the back of your head. It's just wrong. You don't have to know what it is. You don't even have a specific feeling. But the impression is just utter wrongness.
2: Fellows, I quite think we should leave right now. Uh, Sorry,
0: sorry, sorry. Wrapping up. Yes, yes, yes. And you'll see... Let's get out of here. Let's see Marcus proceed forward with his hooded lantern. All right.
1: So, you guys are going to beat feet out of there? It looks like that's what everybody wants to do.
2: We're going to beat our meat out of here.
1: It sounds like an that's overwhelming right. feeling of dread.
4: Mm-hmm. And we were told we felt dread and we need to leave.
1: Dread so and back towards the,
2: uh, the south, back towards that like uh, upper level where we fought the uh, jowl. Joel.
1: Mm. Jahl. Joel. I think it's pronounced, supposed to be pronounced y'all, but um, y'all? I felt weird saying, hey, here comes y'all.
0: Wait, what do you mean? So Marcus will go ahead and uh, touch the fire and reset all the creatures in the area. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, luckily it does not reset mini bosses, so Joel is not coming back. <laughs> oh, that'd be the
1: worst. That would be uh, like right on top of you there he is yeah true facts that yeah. so you're in this room with this pavilion remember there is a whole southern portion of it that had the weird tentacled mossy rock formation <clears throat> and the big metal tube that's just a little hop skip and a jump off the top of this pavilion into the water I want
4: to go talk to the t- tentacle monster in the the tube tentacle mm, tube wouldn't it be difficult to get back up to this pavilion,
1: though? I mean, you could always leave the way that you came into this area, too, like, originally. Yeah, I guess. Across right. the There's hall and the way. out and up. All right, so we'll jump down. So yeah, pop down into the water. Water's not super deep. Um, Three, four feet deep. Not deep enough that you would have trouble getting through it.
0: <clears throat> All right, so we, we As, approach the pipe. Yeah, Marcus will turn to Tacitus. He goes, "I you... You all aren't as shocked as I am. I assume you've seen this before. Uh, yes, yeah, no. I've seen
2: it before. Eleven times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My Damn dick it.
1: split open and locusts flew out. Locusts so, flew out.
2: I would like to roll to uh, see if I can identify this. uh first, hold on. I got,
1: I got some flavor text. Ooh. First of all. Oh, There's a rusty metal chute protruding from the ceiling to the west here, coming to an end over a pool of slimy water. A huge mound of fungus lies under the tube against the west wall, resting in a strangely monstrous shape. You notice on the ground, like in the pool, the pool's very shallow, a few bits of bone. Oh, God.
2: How how big are, are, are the bones? Like, human-sized? Wolf-sized?
1: Human-sized
2: bones. Okay.
4: I'm gonna whack on the pipe
2: with my stick. <laughs>
1: Boom. Clang, 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 clang. Nothing.
3: Um. Can somebody roll to identify, like this weird mass? So, like I, it's got feet. You guys see that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, but but uh, yeah. It's got no, feet never mind. and tentacles. Uh,
3: yeah. Dumb idea. Never mind. Like, the, um, if you zoom in, the tentacles have teeth on the end.
2: Yeah, I'll uh, I'll mm-hmm. take a look at
0: that. <clears throat> Lovely creature.
2: Rolling esoteric. All right, give me that to check. That is a ten for a twenty-one.
1: Can't quite place this thing. Hmm. Could I roll to
3: attempt to identify?
1: You got occultism. Yeah. Do it. I will. A Damn. perfect twenty for a twenty-eight. Wow.
0: Critical success. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry you recognize this as the ossified and then fungified remains of a uh, i don't say this the way that the community says it because the community's wrong oh <laughs> hot take central <laughs> anatuya wow everyone calls it an odiug which makes no sense and any way to pronounce oh, this thing. Oh,
4: yeah, it's not yeah, it's not It's, not okay. it's an Atuya. But it whatever. It makes perfect sense when you were introduced to it when you were like 10 years old. Yeah, you pronounce those letters out. Yeah. And then you like, grow That's up how those letters and you keep sound. calling yeah. it an <laughs> That's
1: what it is. It it is non-threatening. It is long dead. Hmm, huh. Uh you would surmise that it was living here specifically for
0: trash disposal purposes. Oh, okay. it's starved. Can I roll medicine to determine how long it's been here, like rotting away? Sure, go ahead. All right. Well, see, so let's let's go see what's uh, on here. Yeah, right. We're
4: a couple <clears throat> frontliners. Oh, there. He paused the game.
1: <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> That's always good. So, several hundred years. This thing's probably been dead three, four hundred years at this point, if not longer. Hard to
0: tell. Okay. It it seems like it's still somehow preserved. I'm not sure how.
1: Cecil, I'm just going to let people know that stupid move that you just did.
4: I was just going to say, does anyone hear that? I feel like there's a basilisk in
2: the walls around here. (laughs) Is that boss fight music?
1: Oh, one second. I went
5: towards a whisper. Oh, my God. Aurora Borealis in a cave. Can
1: I see? So. uh, No. (laughs) So. As you travel to the south. You start to hear strange whispers. I sure do. And notice little wisps of green that are reminiscent of what you've been seeing as remnants of Otari, at least what you assume. I'm going to unpause and you guys can progress. There's not any immediate threat. I just wanted to stop before you just barreled into this next area. So uh, I just want to metagame real quick
3: and let everyone know what I can see. There's a body over there, and there's a good chance it might be Otaris.
2: Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm just going to say what I thought was probably a dumb idea. Uh, Is there any chance that this pipe connects to the hole that uh, Billium threw the bones into? Hero
1: point. That's exactly where it
2: goes. Oh, hell yeah. Cool. Because I can see the map. It, It leads straight to it. So... Does that mean these bones are the bones that Billiam threw into the pipe? Absolutely.
3: Oh my god, we could take those back and put the haunt to rest.
2: Hold on, gentlemen, I remember these bones. I'd recognize them anywhere. (laughs) They pushed me (laughs) down a hole. And um, I would like to reach into the pool carefully and grab the bones, as long as nothing reaches out to grab me. Fuck yeah, grab that
1: absolutely not. Okay. Okay. Fair? (laughs)
4: I live for that look, Liam. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marcus, you, you seem to care about the dead people. There's one over here.
0: Um, um, let Tacitus gather his, the materials he needs, and then we can move on. Tacitus, you may want to come over here. Some strange sounds. Uh, it's use. just a moment.
2: I'm finding all the bones that our large friend very, very foolishly threw down the pipe.
1: And he got them. Oh. As Mordran, you step forward. Um, this water is dark, uh, but it's only about three feet deep, so you're way. I was just going to say, I'm not
4: if it's like all of a sudden like starts no. getting to my tummy <laughs> mouth or something.
1: It's close to your tummy that'd be, mouth. It's that'd not be quite gross. there. I think it's about half Yeah, that'd high. be gross.
4: I get? The water water in area in is
1: mouth, dark, it's but it's disgusting. only about three feet deep. Uh, there's a low rocky aisle rising a little less than a foot above the surrounding water, and its surface is covered with a fine layer of pale green mushrooms and mold, there is a human skeleton dressed in rotten leather armor and clutching a rapier lying in a heap at the center of the aisle. What do you
0: do? And who who pointed out the... Was it Cecil that pointed out the skeleton first? I believe so. It was. Okay, Lady of Graves, protect us and help me bring the souls to rest. And he will go ahead and uh, you'll see him like uh, grab this uh, magical item when he says that, and he'll he'll get his he'll get his dagger out, well, or his dagger probably been glowing this whole time. Um, it actually begins to glow as you near this area. Oh, oh. well Then he goes. There are definitely undead nearby. Be on your guard. It's, it's probably that guy there, if I had the guess. Oh, hello, old friend.
4: I swear, it sounds like someone just tried to disarm me. I heard Expelliarmus.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> As you draw nearer, are you going to draw nearer? What are you going to do? You all seem to be collected in the far western side of this room. In the water on the far side away from this uh, this aisle that's bathed in a pale green light with a skeleton atop it, I also heard Expelliarmus.
2: Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Can I roll to identify this uh,
0: glowing light or the skeleton? I think you're going to have to get closer. All right, fair enough. So Marcus will get here and he will attempt to cast the cantrip 30 foot range disrupt undead to see if anything happens as he targets the skeleton
1: oh right go ahead and target that give me oh okay you targeted that let me let me let me roll a fort here
0: that's a 40
1: right Jesus what no fortitude save uh that's 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 a that's a crit success on that fortitude save which I'm telling you more but does than he, I
0: probably but should. He's, he does. Okay, he okay feels I, I something wanna... push back. <clears throat> it was we? there's something definitely here? It was I'd say prepare yourselves, and you'll see him. Uh, you'll see him like quickly um, flourish his left arm so that his his dueling cape wraps over his left arm. As he kind of gets into, like, a combat-ready stance. Okay. Um, I'm going to draw my tome
2: and uh, attempt to recall knowledge on this, stepping uh, a bit further, a bit further forward. Give me that recall roll. Okay. So this is with an additional plus one, right? Instead of the, uh... Absolutely. this is a minus one instead of a minus two? Nope, nope, no minus. Oh, okay. Full bonus, plus one. Okay. 13 plus one.
1: 16
0: for a 29. Mm-hmm.
1: This is most definitely related to that green thing that you saw in the hallway after separating from Billiam. When you went up past the thorns and you saw the thing writing on the wall and then zooming down the hallway. Yes. You would assume that this is the exact same thing.
2: Fellows, I have a feeling that something is trying to draw us in this direction. Best be on your guard.
0: Be ready for a fight. Let's be on with it then. And he'll go ahead and approach. Wow! Why don't you try that again? He was whatever fought against me is it 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 easily because he was the, the spell I cast, known as Disrupt Undead, is not a, a very powerful spell. It does the trick, but it, it was able to easily forego its its uh, disruption.
4: Tacitus, I'm not sure this guy's on our side.
0: No.
2: Uh. D- do you mean? Do you mean Marcus, or do you mean the skeleton thing? I mean Marcus. Do you have reason to... Yes. So, whispering to uh, Asmordran, do you have legitimate reason to doubt him? I'll tell you later, but I've noticed a few things. As Marcus
5: will proceed forward. All the same, are we believing that we're about to engage in combat?
4: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that happens every ten minutes around here.
3: Okay. Just give me one moment then, and I'd like to switch places actually with Marcus in the front. Okay. And uh, I am going to kind of look up at the rocks a little bit, uh, narrow my eyes, breathe in deeply, and throw my hands forward and cast burning hands at a second level.
0: Whoa. Okay. All right, do it.
3: Okay, I do it. (laughs) Okay, okay, I do it. No, it's a saving throw.
1: (laughs) Okay, what's the save? (laughs) Reflex.
3: You better get up and dance, Mr. Bones, because I'm not going to buy. No, it just sits there and doesn't take any damage reflex. Save bullshit if you crit what, it.
1: What's what's your um? what's the reflex? DC. What do you think it's it DC? is? I don't know. It's 21. As as you blast that cone of fire in the general direction of this island, something appears Something you've never seen before. In fact, I'm going to show all of you what this something is. And as it appears, so spooky ghost. Warmth. 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 Something warm. The first time is so long, we have to warn the Primarch. This thing is a weapon. And this thing frantically looks at you pleadingly but we're going to have to find out who it is when we come back next week. Whoa. Uh, oh. What
3: the fuck? Why oh, didn't he light on
4: fire? Ooh,
3: this is bullshit.
4: <laughs> Why did we kill him?
3: Why <laughs> didn't he <laughs> kill man? <him? laughs> God, every time we come across something cool, I'm like,
1: man, I wish Yosef he was here. <laughs> right, This would have been great for Yosef. Too bad he got eaten by Pete Fairies.
0: Roll for Intent uses trademarks and our copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Roll for Intent is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit Paizo.com. Original characters and storylines are the property of Roman Neville Productions. Music for this podcast was provided by Michael Gilfie,